Tonight on Sidetracked, we drink beer with Kenny Eggleston, talk antiques with NATPA President Bob DeBerg, and we're going to Wisconsin, visiting with Mr. Jason Schultz to wrap up the show. Stay tuned. Radio Plaza at Life Media Studios, sidetracked with Armstead and Poosh. Brought to you by the Second Baptist Bar and Grill, your exorcism specialist. <laughs> That's our first long distance beer cracking we've ever had, and it's amazing. Welcome to Sidetracked. Oh man, great to be back in the studio. Pardon our absence last week we had a lot of stuff going on i think we all kind of need a little bit of breather they don't realize how much goes into putting on one of these goofball hair brain no life type of shows we do but every once in a while we try to have something resembling a life my name's armstead my name's meyer my name's eggleston Whoa, whoa, Big Words is out of the studio when we bring the top ringer from Pulling Radio Network on. Wow. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you, can't, you can't call me that. <laughs> I, hey, hey, brother, I'm going to call you whatever I got to. I mean, great to have you on with us. I mean, I've heard you do a show every once in a while. Actually, I heard the shows come back, so that's even better. Yeah. Uh, at least the podcast back. Uh, when's it's about men going to come back around? Uh, we kind of talked about that. I've got to get, uh, I got to get my brother tiny lined up and, uh, we've, we've got a long list of episodes. We just need to get in the studio and get them recorded and then hopefully, uh, get them out to you. I'm going to have to talk to tiny sometime cause he's on my Facebook and yeah, it's one of those guys where he got his name, but he didn't get his name because of the real reason why. Because, <laughs> yeah. Right, an old girlfriend gave it to him. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, wait, you meant because you meant he's a big guy. I <laughs> now the true story comes Is this out. True? I've... <laughs> yes, it's true. This man has no dick. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tiny, oh, wherever yeah. you are, it had to be done. <laughs> Oh, and once more, because Charles couldn't be in studio. Is this true? Yes, it's true. This man has no dick. Yep. He doesn't want to show up. He gets that. He shows up. He gets that. I've thought yeah. I've thought about renaming that drop just Charles. <laughs> <laughs> On the rare occasion I use it for something else, I'd know what it was. <laughs> That's brilliant. So, we've got a little bit of a hodgepodge episode tonight. We got Kenny coming on for the first half here helping me out. As I am flying solo, we got no cross, we got no drop. And I'm chopped liver. And, well, Meyer's always here, but, (laughs) yeah, he's he's that wart that, well, they've tried freezing it off four times and it just won't leave. (laughs) What what can I say? I don't get cold easy. (laughs) 
Uh, I'll tell you, I, we've, I've got a Nick actually over in the other trailer, uh, but his name's Spencer. And it's the same kind of thing with him is he does all the work. He, he makes us look really good. He's our event coordinator. His name's Spencer Pancary. And he's over there waiting for me. He's got a billionaire rancher buddy that want, that we want to go drink whiskey with tonight. And, uh, anyway, sitting over in the trailer and I'm like, Hey, I'm going to help him do sidetrack. Now that we're, we're done. I'm, I'm going to, you know, be another half hour or so. And, and he's like, if I don't say anything, can I come listen? And my, my little camp trailer studio is not really set up for it. And I'm like, oh, sorry, bud. So he's over there being the chopped liver as well. <laughs> so Nick, I know, I know how valuable you are to this show and everything that it does. So we love you. With, yeah, without him, we wouldn't sound nearly as terrible as we always do. Actually, we would, because that's just our natural voice. He just tries to make us sound better, which is a god-awful feat to try it, to achieve. It, it is a monumental task <laughs> that I barely succeed at. Oh, but you get a lot of beer in the process. I do. I get lots of free beer, and you know that's pretty much why I'm here. You know, for the first time on an episode... We're actually going to be spanning three time zones. We're, of course, recording Eastern Standard Time. We didn't do that on our uh, call-in? We did. Yeah, I was going to say, I think we... we, Yes, because Missouri Central Time, I believe. Yeah, just how the line's drawn. So, yeah, we have, but first actual planned episode, so to speak, where we know who's going to be talking to us. But we're crossing Central Time and Mountain Time. As Kenny reports in from, what is it, Aspen, Wyoming, or something like that? You betcha the gym of Lincoln County is where I'm at. Here, I thought you were in Colorado with some snow bunnies cuddled up and putting the Eggleston charm on, just talk, you know, blindfold and talk into their ear. That's about the best you and I could ever do. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm at a fairground, so there might be some buckle bunnies, but uh, no shit. It has been snowing since I got here. Wow. And I'm doing a monster truck show. Well, thank God it's that so, instead of pulling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Our pulling the past couple days due to the, or last weekend due to the rain was basically more of, uh, are we going to get the pull in and how big a pontoons can you strap on the tractor and still make weight? <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen so many 55-gallon barrels in one place in my life. <laughs> Actually, Detroit, the expressway is flooded under the day before our poll. Windsor, uh, just, just across the river from Detroit, they declared a state of emergency. Five foot of water in basements, things flooded out. And nope, we still went pulling on Friday because, well... Why not? Oh, yes, Detroit style. Very nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, Kenny, we got to find out what brand are you drinking tonight, sir? Uh, I'm uh, I'm due to BL Smoothie. I know I know what you're going to call me, and you pr- uh, Nick probably has a drop for it. I'll wait. <laughs> I, I, nope. I'm sorry. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like I've failed. He's drinking water, in other words, on this episode. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I went unleaded because it's all that was in the trailer next door. See, you're going to get a hangover from that. That's how we drink Budweiser's. I have yet to get a hangover from Budweiser, and that's the God's honest truth. Oh. Huh. It, you well, know, Coors Light gives me a hang- uh, headache, but not, not Bud Light. Bud Light only gives me heartburn and a headache. 
But I asked Nick, I've been on a sort of drinking binge lately. I've been prepping. Started five or six years ago. <laughs> well, I'm going to Wisconsin. We'll get to that at the end of the show when we bring in that guy from over there who also does a podcast thing. But, uh, you know, that beer money pulling team powered by Bud Light. And uh, I'm still confused how you power anything with water. Right. You know, I think that's what they put in for water injection. And it still passes the test. I mean. Oh, but um, nope, I've been uh, training my liver quite well, making sure the check check liver light is completely burned out and will not show up. I've been very successful since Friday night. You drank a lot. <laughs> I mean, oh, it's been it's been bad, but you know, you got to have fun in life and that's the biggest thing. And that's why we do sidetracked and uh, make sure you tune in Friday 7 p.m. What's coming out Friday again, Kenny? I mean, I've heard about this show. I mean. Oh, I believe it's, uh, what do they call that? Uh, Behind the Holler? Wait, no, that one never airs. Um. (laughs) Blue line? Blue, red. It's a color. (laughs) Orange triangle. Uh. (laughs) Oh, that's it. Nope. Uh, Oh, red line. There we go. There it is. I think we'd do better because we just recorded it, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. You would think. And the first episode will be Eggleston and Armstead and Myers, so uh kind of exciting thing coming out. If you're expecting all kinds of NASCAR talk and things like that, well I'm sorry, you're not getting it the first episode. We're gonna make you tune in a little bit later and uh make sure you follow us. Facebook, redline.com or not redline.com, redlined uh yeah, it's just Redline. I don't even know if it's Red... You know, it's Redlined Radio. So look it up, Redlined Radio, because Lord knows there's 30 million other automotive companies that decide to go by Redlined. And, uh, <laughs> of course, this show, Sidetrack with Armstead and Poche on Facebook. If you haven't liked and followed us yet, please do. And the Pullcast, make sure you follow Kenny on there. And I, Do you have one for It's About Men? Uh... Not, uh, yeah, at, well, the website. Uh, yeah, you got websites. Yeah, it's, a, it's got its own website and uh, Facebook page and and everything. Yeah, I went all out on that, and you can see what it's gotten me. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, it, it's got its own everything. And my my brother, Tiny, that we were just making fun of, well, maybe until he hears the show, uh, <laughs> he's actually going to uh, gonna probably be taking a lot of that over, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help out. A little bit more. I'm still going to own it, and so he has to do what I tell him. But, yeah. Good deal. I'm glad to hear Tiny's getting on. Is Ray going to join him? I know Ray's been wanting that forever. I don't know why Ray is that uh, interested in a six-foot whatever, you know, 300-plus-pound guy. I mean, it's a little concerning. Uh, yeah. I There's something going on there that it makes me horribly uncomfortable. And uh, Ray actually wants to fire me from the network and hire my brother. I think it's a big man crush. I'm not sure what's going on there. That's weird. So Tiny's going to be Ray's secretary, and sounds like Adam Drott's going to be without a job again. Well, <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> How many more names can we drop in an episode? I mean, of course, check out all the shows. We start Sunday night sometimes. Depends on when that guy <laughs> wants to do that show. But it's about Ben and the pull cast Tuesdays. We've got, or 
Wait, we got the mini show on Tuesdays, too, if I remember right. Yeah, yep, James so, Phillips out there. Yep, James, James Phillips. And, of course, uh, full poll with uh, Adam and Ray. Adam, good job on the show. Thanks. Very good job, Thanks Adam. for taking care of uh, Ray. Lord knows, <laughs> Lord knows that's a full-time job itself. Then Wednesday nights, we have the Kentucky Pulling Report, Mr. Jesse Dawson, and uh, that guy Dave Fultz, our resident redneck, who sometimes maybe does possibly... Uh, he, <laughs> there's a show out there called Behind the Holler. Nobody knows when that show is actually going to come out or air from time to time, but it's rumored it's going to happen. You know, it's out there. I don't know. I'm really getting concerned. I mean, he said he napped today. I think the pregnancy's taken yeah. a lot out on him. Yeah, it really, really is. Uh, it's, it's pretty tough on him. I didn't know he was carrying, but uh, I don't. Robin might. I don't know. I don't know. You know what? That would he, explain the the pouch I saw. We were met up down in Bowling Green here about three weeks ago, and the fact why at Waffle House he ordered the All Star breakfast and or All-American breakfast, and ate every ounce and said, I really could use a snack. You know, he must be eating for two. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, I guess I must be 13 months pregnant then. Don't worry, brother. I'm I'm right there with you. I think I got the gestation period out of an elephant. (laughs) I'm pretty sure you're at about 24 months there, buddy. I'm hoping it's out before it hits teenage years. <laughs> then uh, Thursday nights, the Godfather always on the airwaves with. Oh, why am I drawing a blank? Help me out, Kenny. Here, why am I? Uh, that would be the Throwback Thursday. Yes, show. I should know that. It's always on before sidetracked. Uh, what is it? Seven o'clock start for the Godfather. Then eight o'clock start. For the sidetracked program, sidetracked with Armstead, Posh, Eggleston, Meyer, Drob, Cross, and whoever else we can loop into it for that week. <laughs> and then, of course, debuting this coming this Friday, Redline first show on Friday. Where we got the prime time spot, seven p.m. So make sure you tune into the newest show on Pulling Radio Network. As we discuss everything motorsports, except for pulling, because I think we cover that enough during the week. <laughs> yeah, I think so. That's a lot of list, long list of shows about pulling that you just did. You know, it's amazing how big the network is and how much we've grown, and it's been absolute joy being on. We're we're nearing our one-year mark. I think we're at eight months with you guys as far as the sidetrack crew we're almost reaching our one-year anniversary for the program and it's been a blast so uh with that well, you know that's what i love about what we do is it's always just seems like the more the merrier find some folks with a common interest and everybody that's jumped onto the network uh when i was doing the pull cast when it was its own deal and everything and ray and i became very good friends and and then you know, with Dave coming on and Eric coming on, well, we got to do the Four Horsemen broadcast in Louisville at the farm show, and now, you know, instant friends, and you guys all become family, uh, anybody that jumps into this deal. So I'm I'm absolutely tickled. And uh, even uh, Mr. Dawson down there in Kentucky always calls me with new updates on good fair food. Ooh, 
fair food. <laughs> We've discussed this on the program. You guys out west are missing out on good Midwest fair food. Yeah, that's what uh, we we talked about it on the show. But also that one, I can't remember. Uh, I was driving home from somewhere, and we got into a big conversation with it on the on the host chat. Uh, and you guys were talking about yeah, that's right. It uh, was on there. Ears? Elephant ears. Oh God, yes. Fri- deep fried, yeah. amazing dough goodness covered in cinnamon sugar, and then you can add fruit on it and whipped cream, and it's oh. never heard of it. God, you're missing out. God, what do they feed you out west? I mean, God, well, pretty good apparently out. because <laughs> <laughs> they got they got to have some good out there. Phone close enough to my face without my belly hitting the. Stand, so that's why I go wireless. I don't ever have to worry about that. <laughs> yeah, in, in studio, you got to get these awesome little boom arms because they go right up around your belly. That's okay. Uh, I will make that investment. They're twenty Probably bucks. Amazon.com. I'll send you the link. <laughs> awesome. I've bought a couple. <laughs> so with that, we got the news, and uh, Nick, uh, if you would, my favorite music of all time. I know you got to put down Facebook. God, I love that. It's just perfect. You know. Did you ever change so your ringtone? Cool. No, I haven't cuz the MP3 file disappeared. I was going to say I sent it to you, so I don't it I don't want to hear it. It says link or uh unavailable. Ridiculous. Yeah, Uh-oh. I'm pissed. All right. I I'll, want that. I'll resend it with Dropbox. Thank you. Actually, I got a little Dropbox on this phone still. I noticed it was missing the other day, which thank God because I don't. I'm like pictures surrounded of by idiots. Pretty much, but uh, <laughs> news for this week: seasons wrapping up. I don't know how where you guys are at on your seasons, Kenny, but Southwestern Ontario wrapping up this weekend in Brigden had a great events in Wallacetown in Alvinston this past weekend. Some points races. Really getting shaken up. Superstock four-wheel drive pickups had a puller who was within a one and one-point competition in one class and four-point race in the second class. Both passes out of bounds, disqualified. So really, really put some distance for Bill Marsh and LB Maxed out there. Um, still a lot of good points races that will be decided this Friday in Brigden. Of course, stateside. Everything's wrapped up. I don't know where you guys at, Kenny, on your poll schedule. Well, as far as uh, United Truck and Tractor Pullers, which is the association that uh, my boss, Skyler Nybar, was the president of for 12 years, they wrapped up actually on September 10th. And uh, if you go to the pullcast page, I did a video, and uh, I'm going to call them to the carpet right here, but we uh, United Pullers, after the end of the season, always do a breast cancer awareness poll. Uh, very much like the Burger King poll that's coming up in Elizabethtown, Kentucky this weekend. But uh, the city declined the permit. All of the proceeds of that were going to the Susan G. Coleman Foundation, and they declined the permit. That is my hometown, jerks. Uh, So anyway, uh, yeah, I just wanted to get that out there. But uh, so unfortunately, they denied the permit for them to be able to put a poll on. So uh, believe it or not, I believe in my hometown, polling is officially banned. Um, but, uh, so that, that ended their season on, actually, I take that back. It was the 24th, uh, of September. So that's over, uh, United, 
uh, with Live a Little Productions, we did our last poll in Fort Benton, Montana, uh, right there at the end of August. But uh, I believe Cascade Polars is wrapped up now. That covers uh, Washington, very far north, California, and Oregon. <clears throat> And I think we still got a couple more with Max Cackle in California and MLM Motorsports in California. Uh, those are a couple more just uh, very late fair shows in California where it's nice and warm all year round. But, yeah, pulling is pretty much uh, rolled up the carpet in uh, in the western United States right now. That is – it's it's disappointing. I mean, it's – I know you're on the road damn near as much as me or if not more. I know you're on the road more because you cover more in the winter. But uh, I've kind of taken the Kenny Eggleston school of announcing this year and have gone crazy and gone to every hook I can and have been traveling the Midwest doing it. And uh, it's kind of disappointing. I'm down to my final month of pulling. And uh, I know coming up here, the National Antique Tractor Pullers, who we will talk to the president, Bob DeBerg, here just in a little while. But we're going to get our season started in Shiawassee County. And then we got Mason two weeks after that. And then Thanksgiving weekend, Wauseon, Ohio. And that will wrap up pulling for the year. I can't believe we're saying that already. It's wrapping up the pulling for the year as we reach holiday season coming up quite quickly. Wow. Yeah, scary, isn't it? Where'd the summer go? Well, and especially for a guy that doesn't watch football, and uh, we've got Gator that's a guest on my show, or that's yeah. part of my show pretty regular. He's a big hockey fan. I need to get you two together. Uh, you but, you uh, and I have already talked. I got I got to educate the boy. Yeah. He's yeah, got to become a Red Wings fan. Uh, he's a Sharks fan. Um, no, we're talking know, good talking teams. Kenny the other day. Yes. Uh, a couple episodes back, I just was introduced to Letterkenny. Don't and, you love it? Uh, but yeah, it is. It's hilarious, and it's not that far away. Uh, even though I realize that's more in your neck of the woods, um, actually south of you, I guess. Uh, based no, on north. The, the map, which doesn't make any sense. No, it's north. Letterkenny would be north of me. That's uh, midwestern Ontario, so that'd be north of Lake Superior. Okay, I got to get a map one of these days and get that stuff figured out. But uh, some of the precursor stuff that the I can't remember his name now. Is it Josh? The, is uh, the main guy behind yeah. Letterkenny. Uh, have you seen some of their other short films about hockey? No, I uh, haven't. About the robotic hockey answers and stuff like that? Oh, yes. Yes. The um, Oh, yes. God, yes. And that is such the truth. It is so much the truth. <laughs> uh, see, me and Goose watched that, and we didn't really get it. And I'm like, we got to have we gotta have Gator show up. And, and uh, so we watched it with him. He is, like, almost wetting himself. Uh, over that, the the robotic answers, and then there's another one where they're sitting in a, a sports bar or something, and they're throwing out names left and right. Yeah, and I'm just like, I don't, I don't get it. And he is, I, I swear, he's gonna die. I'm waiting to hit him with a defibrillator. You you gotta you gotta hook me up with a guy. I'm glad to hear he's not a Colorado Avalanche fan. I really am no. because him and I could never talk ever again, and we've never <laughs> met. Because if there's one team as a Red Wings fan, even though we're not in the Western Conference anymore, we're back to the Eastern Conference, um, there's one team you hate, and that is the Colorado Avalanche. And I think I sent you links to the playoff fights from the Red Wings versus Avalanche games. 
Patrick, oh, Patrick really? Wall was in. If not, I will send them to you tonight. I mean, I'm talking all five players on the ice fighting, plus the goalies hashing it out right in the middle of the arena. Patrick Watt is despised, hated, and pissed on in Michigan. See, this is all all news to me. You're missing out, buddy. I mean, we have have nine months of winter and then construction season here. That's it. And we, if we're lucky, we get one day of spring, but normally it's like Tuesday afternoon at two o'clock. So oh, that, that's not true. We get a good solid couple weeks of rain. Yeah, mud season. <laughs> yeah, mud season. So, <laughs> but no, yeah, mud season. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's a declared season, mud season over here. So. But news for this week, and I know I don't know if you listened last or two weeks ago episode where Charles and I went on full rant on the NTPA and their rule changes. Little follow up to that: decisions come down, restrictor plates are being put off till the twenty eighteen twenty eighteen season, and then it'll be rediscussed again. So next year we don't have to worry about restrictor plate pulling. Boy, still run what you brung, but. 2018, they want to revisit it, so I hope it doesn't happen. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I understand they want to take the money out of it, but you know what? It's a motorsport. There's only so much you can do to take the money out of it. Uh, yeah. Exactly. I mean, we're not, well, not everybody's pulling down, you know, podcast money. <laughs> yeah, well... Yeah, I, you know, I keep tripping over. I got to deposit some of that stuff because I keep tripping over in the studio. It is, I, I have to walk around all these piles of money. What a pain. And uh, I, I probably ought to sponsor a tractor. You know, you should. I mean, I see here at Sidetracked, I couldn't even afford to sponsor my own tractor this year. <laughs> well. You laugh. I only pulled... I pulled twice in competition this year and only once in the seat of my own tractor. Really? Well, and see, I was trying to create a facade there. If anybody really knew, even as many shows as I do and everything else and being part of an uh, event management company, it's really hard to scrape up enough money to pay attention. So I, I get where I, get, I, I don't even try. Pain, brother. <laughs> Oh, so I don't have much more for the news. Kenny, we always do our birthdays. I don't know if you got anybody yeah. on your phone. You got birthdays you got to get shout out to. I uh, Let me see if I can pull that up. I never, I'm not very good at that. And uh, I think you heard the clicking because of the apparatus I have. Actually, some of you may have even heard the notifications. I was getting the Godfather's texting me right now. Did you tell um, him you're busy? What's that? Wait, never mind. That's the Godfather. Never mind. You probably should yeah, answer that. Yeah, he's. I know. I didn't tell him I was busy. He's actually going to post the uh, the poll cast that I did last week for me because he saw it in the Dropbox. I didn't realize it hadn't been posted yet. So uh, he's going to put that up for me. And he said that the picture will be a little off because he doesn't have access to that. So uh, no problem. Um, birthdays. I saw it once. That's what I'm going through right now. I got a bu- oh, I got one for tomorrow. 
Uh, Mr. Todd Spillman, uh, one of the main promoters for the National Antique Tractor Pullers Association's poll in Talmadge, Ohio, turning 29. I do believe he's getting married pretty quick here, so happy birthday to him. I know we're going to change our format here, but we'll just keep going because I know you're not used to this, Kenny. You got anybody coming up here uh, uh, Thursday? Uh, you know, uh, I'm trying to find those dang notifications. Uh, I I know there. I think it was a rodeo clown friend of mine that has a birthday coming up. Or just no, he was a bulldogger. You click uh, events the and then birthdays, and, and you he, see it. Sorry, I'm really going out of the format here, uh, Andy. Uh, Sorry, Andy, now I can't remember your last name, but I saw that earlier. All you have to do, Kenny, is go and click events, and then click birthdays, and it'll all come up in a list. Well, I got one for Friday, Mr. Brent Payne, uh, turning 37 years old. Um, who else? Tony Capozo, the patriarch of the Capozo family, and, uh... Co-owner of The Cruel Intentions, John Deere, 4010, turning 69 years old. Happy birthday, Tony. Joel Gerard, uh, your age is way off because I know like hell you're not 19. A 2.5 charger, 2.5 truck puller with thumb tractor pullers on Monday. And he's dreaming if he thinks he's turning 19. Uh, Ryan Daniels, uh, one of the main wrench for HSP Diesel Performance, turning 29. Uh, also a big uh, street diesel puller. Josh Blackburn next Wednesday, turning 28. Josh of uh, John Deere, uh, John Deere Builder Galore, uh, part of the big John Deeres that are being built right now. Um, I mean, some massive, massive cubic inch motors coming out of them. So happy birthday to him. And Mike Beck, the high-tech redneck, turning 56 next Wednesday. So happy birthday to him. Did you find your birthdays, Kenny? I sure did. There and, we go. Uh, I'm trying to, I've got actually a really awesome pulling-related one that I didn't know was coming up. I've got a lot of rodeo ones. I've got bullfighters coming out of the wazoo here. Uh, and I'll not do those because Ray will make fun of me. But uh, Brian Massetti, owner uh, one of the owners of MLM Motorsports, one yeah. of the first ones to actually bring a decision maker, it, although it can't be a, called a decision maker sled anymore because it is on the West Coast and owned by MLM Motorsports. Brian Massetti turning 40, the big 4-0 tomorrow. Somebody's going to be hung uh, over this weekend. Yeah. Probably me, uh, but that's see, beside the point. Going through, got a lot of snowmobilers, too. That's red. That's redline stuff. If you want to highlight them on redline, go for it. But we're pullers here. Yeah, <laughs> we might have to do that. <laughs> I'm just go. Oh, ooh, ooh. Here's a good one. Jared Vance, uh, marketing manager for Edge Products. Uh, he is the one that actually uh, he sponsors the United Truck and Tractor Pullers Edge Pulling Series that we talked about yeah. earlier. And he's responsible. For, he's also a sponsor of Little Little Productions. So. Uh, one of the money guys behind Poland, Jared Vance, turning 34 years old on Thursday. Well, I guess that would be today, wouldn't it? Yeah, today. Uh, scrolling through here. Make sure you're yeah, on the right week, too. That pretty much wraps it up for this week <laughs> on the polling end of things. So happy birthday to all of them. Um, next on the docket, as always, it's an area... We don't like to talk about, we all know that, and unfortunately, we got to cover it this week. I I hate to do it, 
but it needs to be done, of course. And uh, we did lose a puller right here from the Michigan area. Um, Mr. Jim Percola, a longtime puller with uh, mid-Michigan minis and empty pocket pullers, pulled a multi-engine uh, altered tractor. Uh, do remember it's uh, twin Suzuki's on it, but don't hold me to it. Uh, passed away uh, actually yesterday, which is today when we're recording, but October 5th. So uh, sad to see that. Uh, great guy. You know, I've gotten to meet him before. Really, really good guy. Really great champion of the sport. So he will be missed. Um, as always, if you got somebody you want to highlight, um, AP at sidetrackpulling.com is our email, and we do look at it. So if somebody does want to send us an email, they can. Or Sidetrack with Armstead and Posh on Facebook. Uh, shoot us a message. We'll get back to you. Um, other than that, I mean, you got anything else, Kenny, as far as uh, – News-related items? Uh, no. I'm uh, happy to report that uh, everybody on this part of the country, as far as uh, directly anyway, are uh, happy and healthy. So I'm glad to not report any obituaries and uh, news-related items. I pretty well got that out of the way with the uh, – and by the way, just because everybody's doing it, but big news on the Burger King poll, and if you go to the pollcast page, I tell you, if you're going to the Hybrid Redneck event, which we're going to be talking about a little bit, or if you're coming to the Monster Truck Insanity Tour, guess what? Whatever you're going to spend on the United Truck and Tractor Pullers uh, ticket and a hamburger or whatever, go to www.coman, that's K-O-M-A-N, I believe, dot org, and uh, make your donation to the Susan G. Coleman Foundation for Breast Cancer Awareness. And listen to the Burger King poll on the Pulling Radio Network this Friday and Saturday night. But if you're going to the Redneck event or if you're coming to the Monster Truck and Sandy Tour, listen to The Godfather and Dave Fultz. But you can still donate to a great cause, save a life, save some boobies, two of my favorite things in the whole wide world. And uh, But, yeah, so you can still make a donation even if you missed out on the, the United Truck and Tractor Pullers poll. Awesome. Some great events coming up. Yeah, we'll get into that uh, high, uh, what is it, hybrid redneck or whatever that guy out yeah. there. It's a Bud Light pull. I mean, come on. They better have some Budweiser there for me. I mean, some things a guy's got to have in life. But, no, uh, absolutely great having you coming on with us, Kenny. We got other people to get to. But thanks for filling in. Help me get this first segment done. I appreciate it, buddy. And uh, I got to get on that cast one of these times yeah we'll bring you in i promise and it was an honor and a pleasure to be on sidetrack once again and and uh, we'll definitely get that lined up if nick will come to my house and show me how <laughs> I, th- I think we can arrange that we can figure something out so uh awesome. with that we're gonna take a break kenny hang on the line for a minute this is sidetracked on pulling radio network life media tech is your one-stop shop for multimedia photography videography live event productions and web systems and infrastructure design and maintenance. Life Media can handle it all. Drew and I trust Life Media to use years of experience to bring sidetrack to you each and every week. Isn't it a time that you did the same? Serving Metro Detroit and the Blue Water area, contact Life Media directly at 810-689-4151. That's Life Media, 810-689-4151. And we're back with Sidetracked with Armstead and Meyer and DeBerg now. 
We're changing up. We had Kenny Eggleston on earlier with us. And now we're going to talk some NATPA action. We're going to slow it down to the mile an hour in the wicked fast open speed limit classes that people just don't give enough credit to. The sport of antique tractor pulling, they think it's all paint dryers. Well, you know what? They just need to shut up and look and listen because the technology and effort that goes into making a motor that is 60 years old run at the levels they're at is just stupid. And, Bob, you know that firsthand. Yes, I, I can vouch for that. Um, I got a lot of old friends that start out antique tractor pulling that are with the big boys now, and sometimes they'll get to watch us pull, and they just sit there shaking their heads like, oh, my God, you guys are for real, aren't you? I go, yeah, yeah, we're, we've moved up too much like you guys. They, they can't believe what the horsepower we're getting out of these things. Yeah, I mean, you look at, you know, just for us up in this area, just because it's the easiest, would be just a simple farm all M, you know, taking the 284 motor now out of a 450 and what Gary Baker out of Manchester is doing and Lemons and uh, what's the other one down down that way. But um, the motor, Marlette, uh, yep. But what they're getting out of Maine, Gary Baker doesn't build a motor under five, or his base motor right now is 540 cubes. I don't know if we're I know. It. I try to explain to these guys, too, that pull around here with like an M&W kit. I go, no, they got 660 cubes out of M's. They're, they're even welding an extra main in them. They're like, what? Yes, that's what they're doing. They just, they just they can't believe it. Yeah. Of course, then <laughs> I tell them what they're getting for the motor, and they go, oh, that's nice. Yeah, no kidding. You could. Yeah. I know a guy up here world. who spent... Well into the five digits just for the motor, and uh, yeah, it's a five seventy six motor, and it's ridiculous. And it's well, like you say, it's kind of fun going fifteen miles an hour down the track too, and everybody's like, "Holy mackerel, is that an M?" You know, that's what's neat about it. That's just it. Is everybody thinks they're old paint dryers that they're in first gear, wide open the whole time? No, these guys have learned to finesse the throttle. Because they are running yep. at a speed limit. Yeah, we're what up this year? What four and a half for Division Three, and uh, four. what four mile? Okay, good. I'll have to tune my uh, four sixty down. We'll get into that in a minute. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know four mile an hour, and but they're going down the track. They're not even a half throttle. They might reach three-quarter throttle at the end of a pass. You know, they've got so much torque left in reserves. And then don't even get me going on the John Deere guys. I mean, you're taking John Deere Gs that are well up over 1,000 cubes now. I know, what was it, uh, Mason, this spring we were sitting around talking with uh, a bunch of guys. Actually, we were talking with, uh, oh, Brian from out in South Dakota. Why am I drawing a blank right now on names? This is bad. Rammy, Ramo. Yep, Rammy, Rammy. Yep. Yep. And uh, Mr. Uh, Kent Huey and them, um, and just listen to the stroke and bores you guys are putting in the John Deere's. I'm going, huh? And it's yeah, just and ridiculous. Run. They're for real. They again, they're like, well, hell, no, they can run with Baker's M's. It's impossible. Just like the old Gingrich Motors, Oliver's. No, these two bangers are running the same speed. That's yeah. impressive. Yeah, I mean. They shake the building. They hurt your eardrums. Uh, yeah, Kent Gears is one of them. I'm bringing a muff, rusted out muffler to Shiawassee and strapping on your tractor because that one, that A is just obnoxious. <laughs> well, like you're saying, the worst part is they don't lose horsepower or RPM. They just get louder. The further they go down the track, they just get louder. Yeah. 
Yeah, just with that long they a stroke, they never. No, they don't. It's it's amazing, and I mean the Olivers aren't far behind. The only guys who seem to be behind are the Alice Chalmers guys. But due to the rule changes and that, I mean, there really wasn't anything that affected the Alice guys. They're already up at the D seventeen no, block. Yeah, they like them and the four guys. They're kind of screwed in that part. They didn't really gain much because there's not much more they can go to unless they go to a newer tractor, like you say, with like the D nineteen motor and. There's not much you can do with that. Pretty much it is what it is. So, Yeah, I mean, you get into that 301 base, things like that. They're, the, Alice Chalmers has gotten behind in pulling from the antique level all the way up to the Grand National level. I mean, yeah, there's guys out yeah. there, Shramics and them, who are, due to Max Simpson still, making motors live or run and have the horsepower, but the longevity isn't there. Um, I was talking with some pullers and uh, they were talking that the Youngblood and Legacy teams, uh, Shramics, they have, what was it, like eight motors in rotation at one time. They always have a spare in the trailer, wow. one in the tractor, and at least two sitting at Max Simpson's at any one time in various state of rebuild. And they only put about 10 runs on them before they pull them and slap another motor in it. Well, you can just see even the resale on old D21s. If you can find a stock D21, they're worth a fortune because everyone was made into a pulling tractor or blew up, you know. Yeah, I mean, back in the day, they were a tough-running tractor. I mean... Oh, they're a monster. 80s was the orange era. I mean, the four-charger setups that were pioneered there were just simply amazing. And unfortunately, when it translates to the antique world... Yeah, the WCs, the WDs, the WD45s do dominate in that light to midweight class range, but that's about all they're going to get. And they are getting stupid cubes out of them still. And like you say, you get into the bigger ones like the UUCs and the A's and E's where they're getting so collectible anymore, you can't really modify them. And if you do, you got to pull so damn heavy, guys don't want to haul them around. Yeah, and the Ford, like you said, the Ford guys. The Ford guys still, their biggest assets are RPM. You know, they, oh, absolutely. They, they turn the high RPMs, and that's where you really see, you know, John Faust and, you know, uh, Arnold Martin from up here. Yep. Um, yeah, Martin last year was running really, really good last year. Martin. Yeah, they're able to run. They run a Division three class the mile an hour, but where they really shine is that Division four, where they can put them RPMs to work and actually just let the tractor run out. And it's impressive. Yeah, extremely impressive for one that you, a tractor you used to take out and rake with, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's been a joke with a few buddies of mine that Ford never made a real tractor just because they never really had the big Q motors and they achieved everything with RPMs, which unfortunately for field work hurt them because more RPMs turn you turn, the more fuel you have to do, burn to achieve that, that, you know, achieve that type of horsepower. Yep, and I always, my, my dad always asked him how he never had one. He says, well, one, you always sit in the damn dirt and the dust and the heat, and he they just... I don't like them. He says, I've seen so many guys years ago, the brakes were horrible in them. Yep. You're going down a hill with a big loader of grain or something. Hell, you end up in the ditch. You just push it right on over. So, no, they're, they're, they're a very useful, uh, versatile little tractor. But just, you know, if you want to get real hardcore field work, they just, around here too, they just weren't very popular. They're a great lawnmower. Yeah, they're a great, put a belly mower on them. Yep. Belly boater or uh, up in this area. Put a back blade, six foot back blade on it. 
use it to push snow. But these guys are getting the horsepower out of them. But unfortunately, with the rule changes that went on, I know we discussed that with you uh, end of last season, Bob. But the Ford guys really, once again, were kind of left hanging because there was really nothing for them to gain in Division Two T, Division Three, and Division Four, which right. where we similar, you know, where we uh, match the rules up so to get more tractors. But the big changes, the Olivers, the IHs, and the biggest one, the John Deere's, as far as I'm concerned, just with the rule addition of the duplex carburetors for the John Deere's so they can feed these big cube motors. Exactly. Yep. And uh, you know, they run the duplex head, manifold, and everything. But guys, I think, are going to start learning that tuning a two-barrel carburetor compared to a one-throw carburetor is a big, big difference. you got to kind of have your act together. Yeah, I know I was talking with um, all the brothers down in uh, – uh, Krebs, the Krebs brothers down in Ohio, yeah. and they yeah. run the duplex carburetors when they run down Ohio. Their rules allow it. And then they swap back to the single barrels for the NATPA circuit. So they've got the, you know, they've already got some insight in it, but I'm, I'm sure Ramos won't have a problem, and Blackburn probably has already been experimenting since that rule change already happened. But it's the guys right. who are not running them big team, you know, them big name motors and uh sort of part of their teams that are really i think going to struggle getting everything dialed in yeah and they're going to find out you need cubic inches to back that up too and some of them just think they're going to also just bolt that on again 20 horse it doesn't work that way no it's yeah, as like they... a kid with a stock 350 the first thing you do is buy the biggest lumpy lump cam you can find what well, sounds nasty but the minute you punch it down it's just a turd it just there's nothing there or you get the guy who pulls a stock quadrajet off and puts his 850 Holly on it and goes, why does it keep just slugging down? Well, yeah, because you're flooding yeah. the motor out. Yeah, exactly. So that's interesting. But the biggest thing for me is the year change, getting us some newer iron in. And I know I'm looking forward to it, uh, hopefully being able to drag my tractor over. We get the Farm All 460 out there. Now, the question I have to ask is I never saw a set of rules yet for the updated motors. Um, they were put yesterday up on our new website. That's where I goofed up, and I think I actually, when I went to pull up your contact information. Um, the, the, the board, we got together and did a phone conference, and we went through every rule. We're like, we want to get this done before we have our first, uh, start off our first winter pull. We should have done it this summer, but it just didn't work out. So, And I think we got it pretty much ironed out. The ones I sent in, I've already, ain't that funny? You can look at something 20 times like, that's perfect. You put it on paper, you send it, it's like, shit, I missed something. So there's a couple things I've had a tweak here and there. Uh, somebody let me know, and thank God they did the Division Three, where it drops. I had it drop down from 3750 and below. It's actually 4000 below for some tractors. And, you know, little things like that. But, yeah, we do have them out. They are on the website. So they're about 80, 85% right, I would say. So what are we looking at? I mean, the biggest series that's going to be affected with this is the IH guys. Um Alice guys really didn't pick anything up near to the Fords. We've already discussed that. John Deere's that got them in what the um that got them into what like a seventy twenty. Uh, yeah. In other words, like a an A John Deere can run a a sixty head with a six twenty manifold and carburetor. A, a G John Deere can run a seventy all fuel head with a, 
the 730-mile-95 carburetor and stuff like that on there, which it will help immensely. But the biggest ones is now you're getting some six-cylinders in there other than Oliver's. I mean, the Oliver's, they did get the newer motors in there that I do believe, what, we got the 310 passed? Yeah, we basically let in the uh, seven main blocks and the 12-port heads, and we went into great discussion. I wanted the whole cut and caboodle, of course, because I'm kind of an Oliver guy, and the guys that were trying to get in, that's what they're running. But we didn't get the blocks okay, like the 1100 Massey and the 195 GK blocks, but we did get okay the heads, like the 1100 Massey heads and the 195 GK heads. Okay, yep. So that, that does get them. They didn't get the blocks, though, which... So in other words, you can run like an 88, Super 88, 880 block, and you can run the 1100 Massey header, the 195 on that block, which bolts right on. Gotcha. Another one. And then we try to keep it like for your, uh, for your 465, 60, you can run the truck head and stuff. So they, they did get the silver diamond truck head out of it. Yes. Which, you know, guys, some guys are already running Leroy heads and ACs and stuff like that. And, 450 LP heads on an M. I mean, this stuff, some of the stuff's been going on for a long time, but it's never been addressed. We just kind of now put it in the rules to cover everybody. So, because, yeah, a lot of it is, you know, you get into that replacement motor stuff. And of course, the Silver Diamond truck head was available on a 301 in a combine version, you know, so right. it's the same vintage. It's, 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 it's a gray area. But another one that kind of surprised me at the rules meeting, we discussed it a little bit, is the tall jugs were allowed for the Molines, but they did not get the 800 series parts. Right. They got the taller jugs, but not the head. Which that kind of surprised me. I think at that point, like you said, with the Olivers, give them the kit and caboodle. You know, we don't see around here. We see a lot of Molines versus M's, a lot of UBs running here in Michigan, but as far as the circuit, the Molines are kind of a little more scarce. It's still a fairly red-green battle in a lot of the classes. Yes. Yes, it is. And then there for a while, Oliver's died off, too. It was mostly John Deere and International, and that was about it. Some Fords and some ACs. And... Yeah, I mean, Keith Gordon's doing some great, thing with the, great things with the Oliver. Looking forward to see what comes with the 310 motor, you know, getting that little heavier cast block that they can actually do some more work with. I mean, they're already punching them out rather large, but now we're going to be looking at Oliver Motors, what, north of 600 cubes? Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's some out there now that are over that, but just people don't realize it. But And there's some tricks. I don't want to say too much, but with a 310 block, you can use other parts to make it a lot bigger and safer, too, so that bolt right in. Well, not... It's one of those typical tractor-pulling deals. It bolts right in. Well, it don't actually bolt right in, but it'll work. With it's a little old, finesse. It's super stock trick. <laughs> hey, everything with pulling's finessing. I mean, come on, you can't get oh, a five, five main crank put in on a, uh, I, or on a M without a little bit of finessing. Well, yeah, well, you know, years ago, guys taking G-cranks and L-case cranks and putting them in a uh, F-30 and stuff. I mean, that takes a little ingenuity to figure that out. See, that's an era I missed was the F30, you know, era pulling the F-Series. And they were stout tractors, from what I've been told, and were a serious threat. And it's just up until recently when the Baker-style motors, so to speak, the big cube M motors came out, that the F30s really lost a lot of traction. Well, years ago, I tried to talk to Jim Benjamin when he was making those cranks and stuff to make me an F20 crank like that. And he's like, why do you want to waste your time on an F20? Why don't you 
just build an M. I says, because everybody's got an M and nobody pulls a full tilt F20 anymore. I want to be a little different. That didn't happen, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing some new iron out there. I mean, Princeton was the first hook officially with the new rules. Did we see some newer iron out there to come play? Um, some new 310s that came out, and they did very well. Um, yeah, I think that's going to help the guys with the 310s. Because I, I, a lot of clubs, especially when you get down further south, a lot of guys, that's what they just run is 310s. You know, they'll put some bigger pistons in them and buzz them, and there's your pulling tractor, and you got an instant, you know, 90 to 100 horse motor. So it works out pretty well. But the only thing we didn't do, which a lot of guys do, is run the 310 and the 77. We didn't allow that. It's got to be in an 88 chassis or above. Yeah, and some of that you, you almost had to do just because, you know, how far can you let people go with some, so to speak, repowers on stuff? And, I mean, yeah. we've been talking already about, you know, we talked last year about the age. You know, 59 is what it was bumped to, and I know there's a lot of people out there, like including myself, the younger generation involved in the sport who are, by the time we got to be of age of going out and work in the field, the M's, the H's, the G's, the A's, you know, the Oliver 88's, those were already relegated to sitting in the barn because, well, that was Grandpa's tractor. Yeah, just exactly. We might take that out to mow or something, and that's about a sickle mower or something. Yep, drag it out for the local tractor show or, you know, oh, well, we got a wagon, we got to move, and we can't get, you know, something like that, basic stuff. And, you know, some of the, but like you, like we talked about before, you get into that, you get into the diesel era now, where diesel engines really yep. came to hold, and uh, now you get into the same issues where, you know, even all the way up to NTP you're dealing with is turbocharger rules. What do you allow, yes, what do you don't? Where do you start and stop? And the first one that will be really affected by that was the first turbocharger tractor produced. The Alice Chalmers D19, which is D19. just on that cusp. Yep. Yep, that's, and I think that's why everybody's cut it off always at, uh, like, 59 and older, because when you start getting into the 60s, like you say, then you get into the D19, that's a whole new monkey. Yeah, and, I mean, of course, with the venues we deal with, it's we're not hiring in a smoke-eating machine just to pull no. a couple D19s, because, well, let's face it, deer... If we bumped it to 61, the D19's in, but the deers are just just barely missing the D21's and that. But then you get into tractors where the weight really isn't feasible for the classes we pull. I mean... Well, like you say, too, we're going to allow 4010's and 3010 John Deere's in now, which is great. But by the time you spend all your time and money to get that 4010 down to weight stuff, you're still going to have to pull against a GBI with 1,300 cubes. So, you know... Yeah, it's a tough battle to fight. Now, another question, and this might be a touchy subject, and uh, if I got to tap the brakes, just let me know. Division five. What? She told me she was eighteen. <laughs> well, we're not going to get into that. I mean, I don't oh, really need to know how things are going on college camp campus, but congratulations, sir. <laughs> Good for you. Okay, go ahead, sir. But, uh, one second here, we just had a major glitch.
haunted by Chuck? Or? No, I think our uh, compressor's uh, going bad. Hmm. Figuring it out, Nick? Trying to. Anything trying to make a Frankenstein or anything over there, are you? Oh, no, we went to an extreme buzzing and... Yeah. Guess the old compressor took a crap. <laughs> so we're back sounding how we used to do it. And man, I didn't realize how much that compressor made a difference. <laughs> but uh, right. no, Division 5, I mean, we get into that and uh, just uh, the rule changes were discussed and nothing really happened. I mean, are we going to see any more Division 5s out there? Or are we going to be sitting where we're at? No, we didn't gain a thing, guys, and I, I wish I would have, if I knew this was going to be the way it was, I wouldn't have raised or lowered the speed limit 2 to 12 miles an hour. If we were going to keep it the way it exactly is, I would have left it wide open. The reason why we lowered it to 12 miles an hour is we're going to let all these wild motors in. Well, being they didn't get in, I I don't know. I don't mind for safety reasons to lower it to 12, but I think it would have been a lot more fun and opened up more, a little bit more for guys like we're talking about like with the new case uh, 400s and 800s and stuff to pull open in division five i think they would have had more fun pulling 15 miles an hour than 12 but and you know no, right, i don't think we're going to gain that much i really don't and it's disappointing because that was always a class that that was the outlaw class that's where the guys went with the yeah. just have fun you that's know it was a big is. class that's, that's where you can open the son of a gun up and see where you're at but yeah no, we can't even do that and this is not the words of bob deberg or ntpa but i think the membership, this is Andrew Armstead talking, so if anybody wants to bitch, don't go bitching to Bob or the board. This is my mouth running. And if you got a problem with me, Andrew Armstead on Facebook, sidetracked with Armstead and Posh on Facebook, AP, sidetrackpulling.com is our email. Way to drop the ball, membership. You guys really threw a wrench in where you could have done something great with the class, brought it back. There are no numbers in Division 5. No numbers whatsoever. No, we, had, we had an opportunity, and we blew it. That's the way I see it. Yep, and it's um, it, it pisses me off. Point blank is we could open some stuff up, get some cool iron out there, get a different look, get the RD motors in there, you know, just something. Something to breathe some life back in, because unfortunately... Yeah. You look at how many of the younger crowds actually pulling NATPA right now, and you've got Josh Blackburn, you got people like myself, um, Liz Trowbridge or Liz Welsh, excuse me, keep forgetting she's married, but I could do the same thing. But you know, there's not a that's off the top of my head. There's not a lot, lot of younger people in their teens, twenty and twenties that are going to be the ones that in five, 10 years here are going to be really carrying on a lot of the bulk of the pulling and that and carrying on the interest of antique pulling in the United States, in the Midwest and to the West there. Well, and again, like Division 5, the whole reason why we're going to go with those rules and stuff is try to keep the cost down. Because right now to build a Division 5 tractor, you can buy a build a pretty good hot farm tractor for the same price. Yeah, and you can blow smoke, go, make noise, and go to the county smoke, fair with go it. fast and have fun and whatever, but we, we were trying to open it up so, yeah, we, more people could get involved, and we put limits on it so it'd be all controlled environment, and nobody bit. Yeah, it's really disappointing. I could go on a rant, and there to me, there was a lot of people involved in the voting. 
uneven Division Three rules, who had, instead of interest for the club, had way too many interests, self-interests in it. And yep. uh, I'm not going to name names, but there's one that sticks out very, very strongly in my head, and I am very disappointed to see what went on with that. But you know what? That's We're moving on. 2016-2017 is upon us. We are one week away from the first hook drop. And what's our schedule looking like for this year, Bob? Well, I've been trying to get a hold again with guys from uh, Talmadge, and I'm not getting any answers. I was really hoping to try to get that back on the schedule this year like they talked. Well, a couple of them guys are getting married for some foolish reason. I know, bless their heart. One got just got. I think they're nice girls. They're marrying too, but my God, we got priorities. We got tractor pulling to do. You know, that's just it. And I'll call the Spillman boys out. Actually, Todd's birthday is coming up. We highlighted that in the birthday section. But oh, okay. Two questions for him or him and uh, Scott. How much are they paying these girls? And does she have a friend? <laughs> and yeah. We had a deal like that. We had a long story short, a farm around here. had three girls that were just playboy bunnies, beautiful young girls. I mean, just perfect. Let's make, go home, make babies, and da-da-da-da-da. Well, they all married, and they did well. And we, we saw them at a tractor pull one day. I go, do you have any daughters left? No, no, my God, they're all gone. I said, you still got a boy, don't you? Well, yeah. I said, he's kind of handsome, isn't he? Well, I don't know. I guess so. I said, now, your land, is it all tiled out and no rocks or anything? No, it's all tiled out. Oh, okay. Does your boy like to go dancing or anything? Or, well, we did this for about 20 minutes, and everybody's on the ground laughing. He wasn't probably calling. I goes, pasture, he goes. <laughs> but, yeah, he, that would have been a good one to get hooked up to. Huh? He owned several, several thousand acres of ground all paid for. It's something that's going to look so damn bad, I guess. <laughs> Oh God! But so we're no, looking. I can't film them, boys. No, they're a good bunch of people. I, I'm happy for them. And them, Jerry Lee, the them. whole the whole uh, whole crew down there does an awesome job. And I was hoping hoping to see Talmadge back on the schedule. We do have some time. Yeah, I was too. And they they are looking at another uh, arena. That they're just building a brand new one. It's just absolutely huge, I guess. And they're kind of waiting to see when they get finished, what it's going to cost to put a pull on there actually is what they're kind of waiting on right now. So, so good deal. What are we looking? Of course, I know these stuff. We're going to follow our old favorites. We got Shiawassee. Then we go to Mason. Then Thanksgiving weekend, we're going to go to Wasion, then Princeton. Yep. And that wraps it up for uh, pulls here in the East. We've only got four. So some people got to travel to hit their five poles. Yeah, what we got, do we got going uh, for the West? After Mason, Mason, we got Springfield, Missouri, November 5th. Lafayette, November 26th and 7th. Uh, then we go after the new year, Lebanon, Missouri, is January 7th. Waterloo, Iowa, February 10th and 11th. Princeton is February 18th. And then Lincoln, Nebraska is the 13th of March. Then we go back to Lebanon, Missouri in April 7th, I believe it is, for the championship poll. The championship poll is actually the 8th. And then the summer pull this year is going to be back in uh, Waterloo, Iowa, June uh, 16th, 17th. That'll be at that Cal Congress grounds. Good deal. I know I'm looking forward to seeing you guys get back here to the East for the points championship. Um, I enjoyed doing that. We we had such a blast this year out in Mason. 
Um, well, wasn't that a good time? Oh, my God. People, good track. I mean, you couldn't bitch about anything that day. Everything went very well. Good track. And then, of course, dinner afterwards with uh, you <laughs> and Clint was just I, I hope I get to see more of Clint. I really do. He was. Oh, ain't he a nice fella? Oh, it was a good time. And for those of you who don't know, Texas Roadhouse and Lansing has probably never roared so hard at one table, just with five of us going back and forth all the time. And, oh, it was what a great time. And uh, look forward to seeing you here uh, in, uh, what, a week? So. Yeah, I know. I've been trying to talk to Clay in the go, and he's thinking about it seriously. It all depends on he's, he works. He's a school teacher, so he's going to see if he can get off or not. And maybe I'll bring him up again. We might have to hit one of those steakhouses again. I didn't realize that. I wish. Well, you know what happens at Shiawassee. Yes. Alcohol. Yes, I do. That's usually when I stay away because I know what's going to happen if I stick around. Oh, you should stick around this year. <laughs> Mason will be even better because it's Michigan, Michigan State uh, in East Lansing this year, so that should yeah. be uh, that should be an interesting weekend to be in the Lansing, Greater Lansing area. So yeah, there's probably pretty good sights to see. I'm hoping because I promised my buddy from uh, Kentucky I would take him bar hopping in East Lansing because well, he just turned 21. He goes to, uh, uh, what is it, Murray State University down in Kentucky. And I guess he's not a bad-looking guy. He doesn't do anything for me. So I'm going to take him and corrupt him uh, in the ways of uh, Michigan and East Lansing. So Come show him the Wolverine Spartan side. Huh? Oh, Spartans go green. So See, all we, we got here is the Iowa Choke Eyes and the uh... – Iowa State Cyclones, they call them the Cyclones because they suck in the offense and blow on the defense. So that's what we got this year. It ain't good. Well, with that, Bob, we're going to let you go. Thank you for coming on to Sidetracked with us again, sir. And uh, I know we'll probably want to recap with you at the end of the season again to keep everybody up to date. What's going on with the National Antique Tractor Pullers? If you think antique pullers are just a bunch of boring stuff, nope, you got to get your ass out there and go see because you know what? You got to get the appreciation for what's going on and how impressive these things are. And what a great, great group of people we got pulling together and what fun we have together. So, No, I, I appreciate, again, what you guys do, and I hope Chuck's doing well. And, again, Tanya down south, I hope she survives. Tell her I got a tattoo, but I think the guy screwed up. It's his Tony. Don't say Tanya, <laughs> so I can't really show her yet, yet. So we're working to get that fixed. But, no, it's always a good time, young man, and uh, we'll see you in a week. Sounds good. Thank you, Bob. With that, hey, this is yep. With that, this is sidetracked on pulling a radio network. Have you been injured or think you've been injured? Contact the law offices of Dewey, Screwman, Howe. Auto accident, medical malpractice, slip and fall, dog bite, asbestos. Your boss is a jerk. Nothing worth reading in the paper. Some swamp gas bent the sun's rays and erased your mind. Sit down with our friendly professional staff for a free confidential consultation and cross examination. Seriously, how can be downright mean? Let the law offices of Dewey, Screwham, and Howe decide who should pay and how much. It could even be you. No, it'll definitely be you. 
the law offices of Dewey, Screwham, and Howe. Call 888-555-1234 or online at www.sidetrackpulling.com. That's 888-555-1234 or www.sidetrackpulling.com. Dewey, Screwham, and Howe are not officially licensed attorneys and are an obnoxious subsidiary of Sidetrack LLC. No guarantees implied, not available in any areas. Lots of restrictions will apply. Celebrity voice impersonated. Paid for by Ricky Bobby for Congress. All right, and we're back with sidetracked with Armstead Meyer and Schultz now. Posh out again this week. Uh, having, I thought you uh, said my name was Schlitz now. Yeah, well, I wanted to be nice for the first introduction. I'll refer to you as Schlitz. Why, 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 why even tease me? Just get right at it. Oh man, yeah this 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 coming weekend is going to be like another Bowling Green. I've been. Uh, Drinking beer heavily be since last... You're going to have to be good for a while. Oh, I'm planning on Friday night because I'm leaving 8 a.m. Uh, here, which I didn't realize. Yeah, I'm going to actually gain an hour. It's going to suck coming back since time travel sucks. But uh, So I'm going to be there Friday night. I think yep. is what we talked. I think that's what we planned. So I'm hoping you get to yep. throw back a few brews Friday night and... Uh, then Saturday we go to work, and Sunday I come home. So after the poll's done, we're going to kick back, relax, and we're going to talk pulling. And you're going to show me life Wisconsin style. Yeah, we're pretty excited about it. I'm, I'm really jacked about having you down. And uh, just because you're going to you know, heard a lot of good things about your announcing style, you're very entertaining. Um, I'm going to have a couple of my guys trackside that know the pullers you know, a little bit more than you might you know, some of the local guys to add that color. Cause I like that, you know, as an announcer, we got to have the entertainment, but we also want to have the actual facts too. And that's where I think we're going to be able to do that. Cause you're going to know the national guys. Uh, you're going to know the guys from your neck of the woods. And then my guys will know the Wisconsin guys and the Missouri guys. And uh, I think it's going to be a good mix, but you're going to be the main, you're going to be the main MC. And I'm going to have a couple trackside guys that are going to be just helping out, just adding color. You're going to be the main gig. Um, it's going to be nice to have you there. This is just a, to spice it up a little bit, uh, this is the first time. Uh, this poll, guys, I really wanted to kind of put my money where my mouth is. You know, we've been doing these radio shows and uh, Let's Grow Pulling and, you know, all of our pulling radio network and everything and talked about all these ideas. And this was like, you know, I've been, everybody's like, you know, pulling sucks. You only get one crack at it. And, you know, I've, I talked to pullers all summer along the way. We'll pull our vehicle twice if you can make it worth our while. And that's why we're doing these three, three of the six classes of shootout classes. So basically, we're doing the uh, the 485 open stock and the, the 3.0 limited pro, uh, pro PTL rules smooth bore uh, and the light pro limited pro shootout. So the first hook is a consolation or is a disqualifier guy. That's going to seat you for either the finals or the consolation. We're going to take the top half to the finals and the bottom half to the consolation, and we're going to pay off out of that. And um, I got uh, so we got two grand for the 485 open stock. We got six grand for the um, two thousand dollars to win the 3.0 class. And we got seven grand in hearts. I just opened the mail and I got home tonight. I got another $500 check in the mail today. So we got 7,500 bucks for the light pro limited pro shootout. And of course that's the class that the remedy is going to run in uh, my tractor. So the light pros are going to run all together at once at 8,500 and then they'll qualify out of that. So the top half goes to the finals, bottom half goes to the consolation and the four ones at 9,500 are all going to run top half to the finals, bottom half to the consolation. But the second hook for the tractors are all going to run against each other at 9,000 pounds. And I think that's what's going to be fun. We'll kind of see how the, the light pros in the, and I know out east in Ohio, Indiana, that's how they do it anyway. I talked to a lot of pullers from Region 2 and Clint Tucker from Gordieville, and that's kind of how they do it out east anyway. So it's just going to be a lot, a lot of fun to see how it all shakes out. 
Yeah, no, I'm really excited to get out there just for the reason is this is still a very strong super farm stronghold in Michigan. You know, class came out of the state of Michigan originally, and it's still a stronghold. We've got about three late pro and 4.1s that run combo with Wolverine tractor pullers. So I've always been a 4.1 fan. I like the idea of limiting the charge air going in. Charles, on the other hand, is a light pro guy. He likes limit the cubes and let them breathe as much as they want. So it'll be kind of a cool thing to get the shootout. And I, it's going to be a little different if I'm head MC because I'm normally the color guy. I'm the jokester. So this will be uh, interesting uh, taking that lead. But I'm looking forward to getting out there. And it'll be a great pull. I know we got some Michigan pullers now coming out there. Um, yeah, Joe Joe Moore Joe Moore Moore is that his name? He called me tonight. He's yep. got two light pros. Yep, he's got the uh, two what? only two light pros in Michigan. <laughs> okay, he's got the only two light pros in Michigan. He's coming. He called me tonight. Um, there's three tractors from Maryland coming. Oh wow! Um, there's some coming out of Iowa, um, Ohio. I think a lot of three three O's this week. Um, that's all Ohio guys. Then a lot of those guys depends upon you know their crops too if they're picking corn. Or not. Um, I got five or six Missouri four ones coming up. The couple of the black cases are coming up. Um, it's it's going to be a good pull, guys. And then then also we have three classes where just you know just single hookers. Uh, the three six pro stock trucks. You talked about Tony. Yep. Is going to come down. Um, we're going to have some good Badger State trucks there. I know we got a couple three O trucks that are going to move into three six next year. And again, they can run the cut tires on there. That's the PPL national rule. Yep. We got six hundred bucks to win that class. Um, we're doing a five thirty super stock gas truck class. And then we're doing a street a street driven class. We're going to use outlaw rules, not outlaw tractor puller guys. It's just a it's a small group out of um, northern Illinois, and it's just uh, they can run some twin turbos, but street driven trucks guys, and uh, arrow motive. So guys who can um, a break out of Kansas. Yeah, they, he's donating a twenty seven hundred dollar fuel pump to the winner of that class, and they're also getting three hundred fifty bucks to win it. Normally these guys win like a hundred bucks to win it. They're yeah. getting three hundred fifty bucks to win it, and that and a twenty seven hundred dollar fuel pump. So that's going to be a gigantic class. So when I got that, Andrew, I booked a second sled. And uh, so this is going to be crazy, Drew. We do so much stuff in one day, your head's going to spin. So one parking lot is just snowmobile grass drags and ATV drags, okay? The one other parking lot is mud bogs. And then you're going to be running, you're going to be announcing the tractor pull, but we also have four monster trucks. So we're going to pull three pulling classes. Then I'm going to bring out the monster trucks for, for racing or wheelies or donuts or freestyle. And then we're going to come right back into pulling. And, it, and then one pulling track is garden tractors and then the big sled. And then when the garden tractors, then we bring out the mini rods. And then when the mini rods are done, we'll have two big sleds and we'll round out the night. Because once it gets cold, in, once the sun goes down in October, it's cold. And we don't want to be, we don't want to cut into our drinking time. You know what no, I mean? No, God, no. Heavens, no. <laughs> no. No, we just, I know, I every October, we've gone till midnight before and it's just you and me and the pullers. We're not going to do that. We want to be done by seven or eight Saturday night. So. So what's our start time for the polls in case some fans want to get up there? 11 a.m. start. And it's only 10 bucks <laughs> is the admission for the whole day. We'll get you out of bed by, by 1030. Or you're going a little bit. So. <laughs> oh, I'll be up you're and running by then. That's why I drink Budweiser. I don't get hangovers on it. Trust me. I've put that to the test <laughs> this past week. I am making sure I am prepared to go to Richland Center, Wisconsin, a place I've always wanted to go for pulling especially ever since I went down to Gordyville before I even met you my first year down Gordyville I met a lot of 
really cool people from Wisconsin. And a lot of them centered around that Richland Center area. And they go, the pulling around there is just like none other. They do asphalt pulling, you know, some big names out of that area. They go, you got to get up there for a pull. You got to get up there for a pull. And then you got to hold me earlier this year and go, hey, we want you to come out and announce this pull in Richland Center. I'm like, I got to go, you know. So We're it's excited. you're going to do an awesome job and it's, it's, it'll be a great event and 63 and sunny is the forecast for Saturday. And we were out putting up fences tonight and um, mowing and just started to get things ready. And the Budweiser trailer showed up today and the Pepsi trailers the next two days have just set up. And Friday night is kind of coast in all the, pol- a lot of the pullers will be rolling in Friday night. So you can walk around it because you're going to meet a lot of people for the first time, Drew, and it's going to yeah. be a lot of fun and let them know you're the announcer and do your thing. Well, not only do we need to cover that, but we also have something else we got to hit. I heard rumor that you know the guy who won the 4.1 Limited Pro Stock Points Championship this year for Badger State. I do. Yeah, I'm quite familiar with him. (laughs) You want to celebrate, do you? I think we got to celebrate that. That is awesome. Congratulations to you, your team, and the Remedy coming out first first full point season for you. Yeah, we ran the whole season with Badger State and uh, got the win. And um, actually, and Brent uh, is my best friend, one of my best friends, and he drove the, he drives the tractor. And I bought the tractor, I bought that tractor two years ago now, guys. Yeah. And um, Brent um, is like he's like our like my main mechanic, and he he the, the, his like doing all the work on it. I'm like, you get to drive the tractor too, and that's like that's his reward for doing it. And about halfway through the season, I was like, you know what? I'm going to let you drive it the rest of the year because you're the beer better driver than me. It's not fair that you're a better driver than me, but you just are. He can just feel it in his, his pants and he just does an amazing job driving it. And um proud to have him on the team. He does an amazing job. He drove it at Gordyville last year and got the big win for us down there. Yep. And uh, just, he represents the beer money pulling team. Well, and you know, the, the, the four ones guys, it's not like driving and I'm not, and I'm, it, they, they overpower tracks. You know I mean? It's like driving a pro stock. They really, they get on it. You can't just stomp on them. You know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta feel them out a little bit. And uh, he has that act and is able to let them get hooked up to the track and let them go. And everybody in our class is so competitive and everybody's so good. And you know, you can win, win by just a couple inches. And we've had so many close pulls all season long. And it was, it was pretty awesome to, to get that win because Badger State, it's, it's, it's so competitive. You know that is. I mean, yep. it's, it's a tough, one of the toughest ones in the country. I don't care. I'll, I'll back it up anywhere because when our tractors go out and compete anywhere it's, it's, it's competitive so that was our goal was to get that this year running points guys is tough because uh it, you don't go anywhere else then because man there's all these other polls we want to go to like no we don't want to take any chances we got the points yep. lead and late in the season and we just like we get we just got to save it you know what i mean so you know i also got to say you know another tractor that i've really grown to love in the 4.1 and that's a uh, black uh IH uh, called, uh, what is it, Perfect 10? I think you're familiar with that yeah. one. That's my dad's tractor. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's why I'm, I'm being a smart ass here, Schlitz. Come on. Pick up on oh, it. Oh, you, you are? Really? Really? <laughs> I couldn't sense that at all. No, yeah, I'm going to have that out. Um, I'm going to have that out Saturday as well. You'll get to see that as well on Saturday. So. Beautiful. Uh, I'm trying to find out a way to get that in my trailer, but my toter, I bought I bought Robbie Lemke's toter last fall, and it's a single axle toter, guys. I heard about that and at called- Bowling Green. We called the DOT, and uh, it, it's not legal to do it to haul both tractors in there like the way we want to. So I gotta, I gotta do some thinking and spend some money or fi- get it figured out. So I just gotta, gotta do some thinking. So 
Well, all that extensive we'll prize money you got this year should be able to more than cover it, right? <laughs> I did that the other day. We were talking about that. I think we won like five grand this year to win the points. It's like, it's crazy. It's crazy. But it's fun. We got her done. My wife just said, uh-huh. So it's all good in the hood. <laughs> it's all good in the hood. So you know what? Do some self-prompting for yourself. Of course, everybody knows Beer Money Pulling Team's Facebook page. If you're not on it, you're not keeping up on pulling, just like you should be on the Pulling Radio Network pages. We got a bunch out there, but of course, I got to give you props. You've made a great name with the Beer Money Pulling Team and showcasing pulling, not just across Wisconsin or the Midwest, but across the world. You guys have everything on there. From European to U.S., Canada, it's awesome. But do some self-promoting. Uh, I'm kind of I'm kind of humble tonight, or kind of calm tonight, Drew. I've been working all day. I'm not used to this. Uh, I, don't I just, I just saw you got another job, so I'm trying to be nice to you. I mean, you are. <laughs> uh, yeah, we just um, just love we love we love Poland. I'm really happy that you're coming, you know, to town. Um, you know, I'm just very, very stoked. I think I honestly think we're going to have Polish from 20 states here this week, this weekend in Richland Center. You know, when it's your hometown poll and, and you're, you know, you're one of the event organizers, it makes you makes you feel very proud. You know, when we were off the air, you were talking about your poll, you know, you did this summer and uh, we do all this for charity. Every volunteer drew this weekend at works. They they're earning eight dollars an hour for their charity. So you'll see people working there for their high school team or the, or the Cub Scouts or the, or the Lions Club different things like that. And that's how we give all the money back to, to everybody in town. And um, we had a real rough go at our July event. We had, it rained it out. It was a terrible event and um, we lost a bunch of money there. So we were, we were all kind of bummed out after that. And uh, really, really excited about, um, we got a nice forecast for this Saturday and um, you know, just, it's just been really, really, really stoked up about having this and I don't know, just having the poll. I, I, we love pulling and um, we can't wait to have you here. And uh, really excited about the shootout. And then I guess it makes me a little nervous because you don't know what you're going to have show up, Andrew, because um, it's not a point hook. And you just, you know, you're laying big money out there and you don't know if you're going to get five tractors or 50 tractors. You know what I mean? So it makes you a little nervous. But I know the feeling. Know the That's what calls, we. With the phone calls I'm getting, I think we're going to have a nice solid show. You know, I'm looking for I'm looking for 15 to 20 in each class. And those would be good, solid numbers. Like I told you a little bit earlier, I know we're going to run into a little bit of the uh, of the farming, and I know that that happens to us every year in October. But yep. um, uh, on it, when, you, when you look at the classes we're having, light pros, limited pros, three six, three zero diesel trucks, and then you know super stock and open stock gas trucks, and then a street driver in the class, and then that, that's pretty awesome. And then uh, the legend, we got four legend. I think I know for sure we got three legend pullers coming. Mike Ott, you know, uh, he he did run Bowling Green for ten years. He's yep. bringing up the Bosti project. Um, uh, Kevin Dix bringing up the spirit of seventy six. I. Do not know the gentleman's name that has the Terrace Land Express, and I think the City Slicker's coming up as well too. Um, that City Slicker is a cool looking uh, machine. That's and the then, one uh, I've been Lundy. wanting to see forever, and I if that one shows up, I will be ecstatic because that is probably the coolest Allison powered tractor I've ever seen in my life. They're each going to make two exhibition passes, guys, and then um, you know I think what we'll do is we'll try to have we'll try to have a couple of legend tractors at every event we do. Um, try to get them set up nice. Um, Robbie Lemke's bringing the pro stock down. Uh, he lives about two hours from us. He's going to try out some new tires. Um, he's bringing, I think, three or four different sets of tires. So we're going to see a couple passes on the pro stock. 
Mark Hawthorne's bringing the light limited down the little green giant. He's going to make a couple passes on a couple of different sets of tires. Um, Scott Spiegelberg built a brand new light super stock out of uh, Terry Blackburn's stable. Uh, first pass ever will be Saturday. The first pass will be a 150 foot shakedown pass, and they're going to check the computer, and then they'll make a couple more uh, hot passes. Uh, let's see, oh, the crazy KW semi, they put a new cylinder head on it. Um, so we got probably five or six exhibition passes as well, too. So it's going to be a great day for Poland. We got a good, really good power track in Richland Center, and um, yeah, just really, really jacked uh, about this weekend. Um, this week, this week, I'm always super nervous the week of your event because you're watching weather and you know you got so much going on. And you know, like I said, we're expecting you know four to five thousand spectators this weekend at the, at the fairgrounds, and um, it's great for our community because all the businesses do well, you know, the restaurants have record weekends and hotels fill up and it's good for everybody. And it makes you, it makes you very, very proud to be part of that. So, and it helps when you can put that stuff out there on your, on your popular Facebook pages. And, you know, I was so, so jacked to have you call me tonight because it's fun to talk to you guys about this and kind of kept watching my phone and was like, Hey, when's you going to call me? So it makes me happy that you gave me a ring tonight. I really appreciate it. Well, like I said, it's been a busy night. Red lines debut on Friday and you've got let's grow pulling still Monday nights. Yep, my I haven't been I haven't been doing them as much. I got Ryan Zolik doing them. You'll meet him this week. He videotapes for Clint Tucker, Cliff Clark, one of the Badger State announcers, has been, has been helping. You'll meet him this weekend, and Brandon Johnson, who pretty much runs my Facebook page. I would say he does ninety eight percent of the Facebook page. Um, has been doing it. My son plays JV football on Monday night, so I don't want to miss any of that. Uh, we've been just trying to keep up with everything the best we can. Um, you know how busy life is. Oh, um, Lord, yeah, do I ever! Every, every Monday night we're doing that. I got to figure out how to do that iTunes thing. Because um, what I want to do is I want to take our, our video, turn it into audio, and then put it up as podcast. Because like, I'm getting some people saying they they miss they miss uh, being able to listen to it, my show on the Polling Radio Network like they used to. Because they don't they, they they miss the live show. You know what I mean? They're tough, yep. but they miss the re- they want to listen to the replay of it. I gotta do it. They can watch it on YouTube. I gotta figure out how to do that iTunes thing. I know how to do it. I just haven't had time to. I was gonna say I, time to do it. I know a guy. <laughs> you know a guy? Is he sitting next to you? Yeah. Pretty yeah, ugly, but <laughs> almost as yeah, ugly as you. Nick. So yeah, it's all good. No, I just I don't know I'm just super tired, but super excited for this weekend, and I'm so glad you're coming. It was so it was so great to meet you in Bowling Green. We had a great time, and uh, we got a time that we cannot you. tell many stories of. But Lord, was it worth Correct. it? Yeah, and it's not the pulling; it's it's the people. It's it's the experience. It's the people because pulling. You and I see great pulling all the time. Yep. And um, Bowling Green's awesome because, yeah, yeah, I only see 15 or 20 pro stocks in a class, 25. I think Hillsboro, I saw 28 pro stocks in a class. And I think there was 29 limited pros in our class in Hillsboro because we got fifth and sixth in Hillsboro. And we actually were on TV, and that was cool. The Remedy was on, on MAV TV. That was pretty awesome. Uh, we were on TV two weeks ago because we made the top ten. Um, it was neat. We, we had everybody over the house and – Cook steaks and watch watch the pull tractor on TV. That's for the first time ever. <laughs> Over series, I thought I thought that was pretty cool. The CR tractor on TV, but um, but it, yeah, for, from a pulling standpoint, yeah, there there was what fifty pro stocks, I think. Yeah, you see that Saturday night or whatever. The, but just the numbers are always stupid. The the beach balls in the stands. The the it was just it was insane. The campers, I just never seen anything like it in my life. It was wild. Oh, I can't wait to do it again next year. So I'm going. Oh yeah. Without a doubt. That was, we had so much fun down there this year and you know what, to be able to be a little bit more than just a spectator in the stands. Um, you know, we both got to do 
Um, show, you did the road show, Miles Beyond 300 Road Show. Uh, Eric Pruitt, Tiger uh, Pullman, myself, we're doing uh, podcasts. I know Adam Drott came in. Uh, I had to leave Friday because I had obligation Saturday, but Adam came in. And uh, just we had a blast with everything. We joked around. We got to watch great pulling, and we just had fun. But to be able to be more than just the average spectator down there in Bowling Green for the 50th, you know, as a guy who's really just getting into the deep part of the sport behind the scenes and pushing the sport to be more than what it is, just like you are, it, it was really an honor to be able to be down there. And the Blue Shirts took such great care of us and uh, really made us feel at home there. And the laughs that were shared, it was, yeah, it's a Bowling Green I will never forget. Yeah, they, they made you they made you feel very welcome. You know, got to know Dave Schultz who's in charge of media and stuff like that. And yep. Then stay in touch with him. And I went to the Make a Wish auction on Saturday. I think that I bought I bought the Holman Sport Play model truck and I bought their first fire gloves ever. Their first set. Really? And when I get my when I get my uh, I'll show those to you Saturday when you or when you get here Friday. We'll bring you over to the house. I don't have my I'm working on like an office slash studio. I just don't have the doors put on it yet. So. Um, but I want to. I'm going to hang those up on the wall, and I, I talked to them a little bit, and they autographed them and everything. So I thought that was pretty cool. And uh, and then you know they won. They have they have 12 grand national championships now. I think 12 or 13. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, they're yeah. they're so hard to beat. About, uh, you talk about legends. You know what I mean? And you talk four wheel drive. Talk about a competitive class. I always thought Super Farm was competitive. You look at the distances in a four wheel drive mod class. It's inches. Oh yeah. I mean? Between the top and the bottom. So. So. Well, very, very, very competitive. With that, oh, cool. Jason, hey, we... I'm looking, thank you for giving me a ring tonight, guys. Nick, uh, Drew, I appreciate it. So, so Charles is not coming this weekend, then? I don't know yet. We'll hang on okay. the line. We're going to wrap up here. Uh, okay. So, with that, this is Sidetracked. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, Nick, you ready to wrap her up for the night? I am. Yeah, I think we're both getting a little tired. It's been a long, uh, <laughs> long, long uh, night. Uh, two shows worth of material and you and I knocking it out. So Charles should be back with us next week as we bring a very special episode to you. Not just three idiots in studio, not just four idiots, but all five of us involved with Sidetracked behind the mics for one night of drunken debauchery and probably lunacy that we'll probably have to delete at the end of the night. So with that, my name's Armstead. My name's Meyer. Good night. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. That was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo. Get out my trailer! I want you out!